You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Hump Day. I'm the host of your favorite podcast, Locked On Seminoles. My name's Max, and with me today, you guys are getting bounced back and forth like a kid with single parents. I got Dave. Drake is uh, at an undisclosed location again. Thank you, sweetheart. And with us in a special guest appearance, I've got Charlotte. Charlotte, can you say hi? Can you say hi? Usually we do this after she goes to bed, but uh, today are special circumstances. She's waving. She's uh, she's with me. And if you'll hear a little noise in the background, I apologize uh, for copyright reasons. I can't tell you what she's watching, but we're recording this on May 4th. So you true nerds will know what she's watching. That's enough about me, David. Buddy, how are we? We're doing great. We're ready to bring some energy. Bringing the energy. Dude, we've been bringing the energy all week. I think the uh, the off season started to hit us a little. But now we're ready to start. You know, look, it's May. So next month is June, which is like the month before it's kind of preseason. July, that's right. Good. This bump. Um. So, yeah, you know, I, like Summer B would be starting in like a week or two, which I was, I love Summer B. I was the king of Summer B. I miss Summer B. Anyway, that was, uh, sorry, we got down that rabbit hole. So I want to dive in today. We're going to talk about all of the topics it's too early to talk about. And we're also going to take some listener questions. But before we do that, Dave, I want to ask you the same question I asked Drake yesterday. And he had a really good response. We talked about the triangle of disappointment, right? Miami, Florida, and Clemson losing to all of our rivals on an annual basis for the past four years. Do you think that changes this year? And if so, which one do you think we beat? I think it has to change, first of all. Um, It's going to be tough to keep recruiting if we just keep losing to both our in-state rivals and Clemson. Honestly, I don't think losing to Clemson hurts that hard. Like, it sucks, but... We're not in reality recruiting against them right now. Miami, I think, is the target. Uh, I think they're the worst of all the three. I hate Florida more than I hate Miami, but I think Miami's the easiest to beat, and I think I want to recruit South Florida kids more than I want to recruit middle of Florida, where Florida recruits. Yeah, I agree with that. That was kind of where we came to yesterday, Daddy. but yes, baby. Um, I'm going to hold my jacket and dine on my doggy. Okay. Charlotte would like everyone to know that she's going to go play with her dino and her dog. But I agree with you, buddy. I think um, I think Miami's the most vulnerable, but I think, and I said this yesterday, Florida is the biggest question mark. I beat around the bush a lot, but while I was in the gym today, it came to me like a like an aberration. Aberration? Whatever. Aberration? Whatever it is. A thought came to me. I think if we can play Clemson the way we played Notre Dame last year, like that exact same game, that would be a big W, right? What was that? Seventeen point it loss, but we were competitive for a right. quarter. We were up fourteen three at the end of the first quarter. Like, I, we don't have to be up fourteen three on Clemson. I don't think that'll happen. But a similarly, where the score gets a little out of hand at the end, but we looked like we had a fighter's chance. I think we're going to be all right. But you're right; you, it has to change. You'd rather beat either Florida or Miami than Clemson, though, right? Like, I'd rather be either of them. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, if I had to pick between the three of those, you know, it's Miami first, Florida second, 
uh, Clemson is like fifth. Um, I consider them a rival because I found myself wanting to beat them in other sports, which means like it, they're definitely they're they're living rent free in my head, dude. But I, uh, yeah, but there's a couple other teams, right? NC State always want to beat NC State. I hate that team. We, we all do. We don't play them very often, but I hate Virginia Tech. Um, that team is a joke show, and I really have nothing nice to say about their fans. In my limited experience, I, I'm sure I'm friends with a lot of alumni having worked in the Virginia area. But yeah, now those. So then, yeah, you're you're forgetting one. Uh, UNC beat UNC beat us on that kick a few years ago. We on the show uh, hate Sam Howell. So, so agreed. I don't care that much about beating them in football. I love beating them in basketball. That's like the one team I love beating in basketball. Football, it's like I know over the aggregate of the next 50 years, just like the last 50 years, we're not even going to be on the same plane as UNC. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Like we're not we're not fighting for primordial dominance. We're just, you know, it's just UNC. Great, you got you got lucky one year. I mean, they're number they're number five, and they still can't pull off a win in Doe Campbell against a three win Florida State team. So, uh. Yeah, no, screw them. Let's dive into other stuff. It's way too early to talk about. Um, I shared it with you. Did you see the uh, get a chance to look at the ESPN way too early top twenty five? Oh, you're right. I did. All right, so let's let's do the Florida State centric stuff. Just get that out of the way, and then you know, folks, we are we are men of uh, men of broad taste, so we're definitely going to want to talk about you know. The rest of the rankings, uh, Florida State in this way too early top 25 is surprisingly not ranked. Um, that's a big shock to everyone yeah. listening to this program who has eyeballs and has watched football games for the past uh, couple couple years. But our highest ranked opponent as of now would be Clemson at number four. Um, we're also going to have North Carolina, who's sitting at number eight. Then we got to scroll down the list to Notre Dame at 12, which is who we opened the season with. And then we go down, we're going to see Florida at 17, and we're going to see Miami at 25. Yeah. Um, that's tough. You want to start or, or you want me to do? Because I think that's... Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. I mean, it's not the ideal schedule in the exact position we're in right now. We gotta go 500 this year. We've talked so much about this. Like, if we want to keep recruiting the way this recruiting class is going, and we just want honestly, if we just want fans to care, we can't go five and seven or worse. It just can't happen. And we have five games against top 25 teams. I don't consider Miami top 25, but that's neither here nor there. That's a tough schedule. Meaning, if we win all the games we're supposed to win this year, and I don't know that that's going to be the case against all the non-ranked teams. That's a six and six record, just doing what we're supposed to do. So we're going to have to pull off some upsets this year. That's absolutely right. Look, hey, we've seen Mike Norvell pull off the upset before, um, but I think you're right. We have some recruiting momentum, and if we are going to keep that momentum rolling, we got to produce on the field. We don't need to win ten games. Like these kids know what they're getting into. They have Google. They've seen what we did on the field last year. They're not like I don't. I don't think any of these kids are dumb kids. Like there's no way they're they're thinking we're going to win 10. Yes, sweetheart. Thumbs up. Thanks, baby. Charlotte says we're doing great. And uh, if you have someone in your life that's doing great and you want to spoil them a little bit, well, let me uh, let me point you in the direction of 
the 1010 Capsule Collection, brought to you by BlueNile.com. It's a uh, collection of diamond rings, responsibly sourced, limited edition designs, at a fair price point. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings, designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, and they'll bring joy into whoever that special someone's life is. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female master designers have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. It's ideal for any occasion, and they're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 1010. High quality, fine jewelry that'll surprise and delight while not killing your wallet. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're going to want to check this out. It won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 1010 only at BlueNile.com. And if you guys could have seen Dave's face right now, you may have chuckled too. But if you can't see Dave's face and his voice is making you hungry, grab a Bilt Bar. Bilt Bars are great. You've heard me talk about them. 18 delicious flavors, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of carbs. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big chocolate brownie guy, peanut butter brownie. Um, it actually has 2 more grams of protein. So if y'all also want to be a little healthier, maybe grab a, a responsible snack instead of a candy bar, go to BiltBar.com and use promo code Locked 15, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5. But yeah, working working our way through this way too early top five, dude, it's like, I more want to talk about how we feel about where these where these guys are ranked and look at our schedule and where we think they'll be ranked once they get to us. Um, I, let's start with Miami. I think, I don't believe that um, De'Aaron King's going to play this year. I think that that's, I mean, tours ACL during a bowl game. I, unless it was a minor tear, which maybe it could be. I don't know. And, and Drake's talked about Miami a ton on yesterday's episode. If y'all really want a good breakdown of, of their quarterback options. Uh, Dave, do you think they're ranked by the time we play them or what? No, I, I think by that time they're a 500 football team. And I'm not just saying that because I hate Miami. I really don't think that they're... I, they're a weird case where the media is overhyping them because they underhype Florida State usually and they hype up Miami and they're doing it again. And I think by the time we reach them in the schedule, we're probably comparable teams. Yeah, because that's the thing. They're, they're our third to last game of the year. So I just, I don't, that's about when Miami suffers their implosion. I mean, they'll, you know, they like to go five or six and oh and then just the brakes fall off. They go off the rails and they get into a vicious pileup. I, I, the one that's interesting to me, well, actually, let me say this. I find it interesting how many G5 teams are ranked. Like, they're really trying. I mean, you got, I- I'm sorry. I don't mean to hype up Florida. I know I complimented Dan Mullen yesterday. I promise I'm not like a sleeper agent for Florida. There is no universe. No universe. I don't care how many multiverse, multiverse universes Marvel creates. Where you're going to tell me that the Louisiana Raging Cajuns should start the season ranked ahead of the Florida Gators. I, I'm sorry. that That's just one spot. So you're saying they're comparable teams. If those two teams play, yeah. Florida wins that game. I know they, they've had their 4-8 season and they've lost, you know, to bad teams. And But you're, you just, you can't, you cannot convince me that you didn't just do that to create, like, a little bit of a story. Anyway, so let's go to our next one. I think, you know, the one we know is going to probably be where around this when we play them is Notre Dame. So they're at number 12 right now. Um, I love that dude. I, 
I think that's probably the right spot for them. It's it's a good spot for us to catch them. Like coming off Ian Book, they're having to replace the most important position on the field. I'm not saying we're going to win the game, but if there's a spot to catch this Notre Dame team that's good for us, hell, this is it. And, you know, we open up the season with an unlikely win over Notre Dame, and damn, does that momentum get going. And that was kind of going to be my question is, do you think that, what do you think the narrative is if we win that game? Positive for Florida State or negative for Notre Dame? Who's reporting it? If it's ESPN, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be negative for Notre Dame because Florida State can't do anything right. But I, I, mean, I mean, you know, Adelson's given us, uh, you know, I, I think ESPN, Andrea Adelson's got our back. I think Kirk has our back. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say one network over over another. I think the whole media hates us. I don't think it's really like it's right. ESPN specific. That's fair. Well, here's here's the thing for fans, it's going to be a big deal. And and we need that so badly. We talk a lot about the boosters on here. We we need to keep that train rolling. And we've had, I think they're like 80% towards the goal of of getting the number of boosters that they're looking for. Is that right? Yeah, they're they're pushing. I mean, you know, it's really like what what is the goal, right? Um, you know, when you talk about the boosters, it's they, they've they've gained right there at about ninety five hundred right now, but the reality is like Virginia Tech has like 25,000 active boosters. So they're trying to hit their goals, but we really need to, you know, like those, those are rookie numbers. We got to pump those numbers up, buddy. You know, I personally give twice each year. I could keep going with that quote. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just I actually just up my contribution. I was pretty proud of that. So working down our schedule, then let, let's say we can't beat Notre Dame. So we've got North Carolina. Right now they've got them at number eight. Sorry, folks, had to take a quick dad break. I'm back, but. Yeah, I think if they're going to move up a little, like I know Georgia and Clemson have to play each other, but I don't know if that'll unseat either of them. Um, they have some fishy, some fishy contenders above them, right? Like I, you know, Texas A&M. Mm, I don't know. I'm look. I sat through almost a decade of Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher is a very good coach. Yeah. He's a great offensive mind. But if he does not have that key component being the key component being a not just good but amazing quarterback, he can't he can't get it done. You know, Kellen Mond was with him for four years, three years, I guess. Um, I don't know his stats, but I did have him in college fantasy, and I know he put up a ton of points, so he had a pretty good year. I don't know, you know, under like a sophomore transfer, whoever they've got in there. I don't know how they're going to be Iowa State. I, I'm just, I don't want to rip off this site by reading exactly what they put, but the line of argumentation is, is effectively, look, they were, they were the best team in school history. They made this, this championship game. And I get that. I do. I've got a, you know, I've got, um, I've got a brain. I can, I can look at their records from the past. But when did we start ranking teams based on their school's history and their, their, their performance relative to that? They still went nine and three last year. Right. Still Iowa State. Look, if I I probably focus way too much on the quarterback position, but Sam Howell might be the best quarterback in college football this year. And if if you tell me that those teams are going to play against each other, I'm going to pick Sam Howell to win 10 games out of 10 against Iowa State. I I don't need to know anything else besides that. Yeah, I don't know though. I mean, I will say they have Brock Purdy. Um yeah. and you know, he's a, I think those are the two best quarterbacks coming out probably unless there's someone I'm forgetting. 
I mean, Clemson's quarterback is pretty damn good. He's not going to mouth it. He's no. a sophomore. So, yeah, I don't – yeah, so anyway, I'm getting off track. Point is they could move up. That being said, I think this North Carolina team, we have a unique opportunity. I think they will be undefeated. Yep. They should be in the top seven, six, whatever. And we're going to get a team that's only only bringing back like a couple hundred yards on the ground. So they've got Sam Howell, but they lost both of those uh, running backs, yeah. right? So they lost... Um, they do have their whole low line, though. All five. Williams. They lost Carter. Why was it bad with names? They lost Surratt as a pass rusher. Yep. They bring back 10 defensive starters, but we hung 30 on that defense last year, so they'll get better, but... Yep. I don't know. I, I think it's a really good spot for us. I think if we can be really competitive in that game and we have a win over Notre Dame, um, it's great for us to see them rank that high. Moving down our schedule, unfortunately, we will um, we'll get two weeks off. We'll get the UMass minute minute. Well, we'll get one week off and then we'll play UMass. So we'll get we'll get two bye weeks. Two bye weeks. Yeah. Well, we said that about Jackson. So, uh, and then we got to go play Clemson. I just I don't really believe in DJ. Like, I know he's a five-star quarterback. I know he's got a really strong arm. I know he's big. But you saw that Notre Dame game. Like, there was a massive drop-off when Trevor Lawrence was in the game. Yeah. I know DJ's a good quarterback, but my eyes told me that team without Trevor Lawrence is not the same team. And I I don't think this is, I don't think we're going to beat them next year. I've already said that. But I do think starting them all the way up at number four – it, you know, it makes sense for how they finished last year, but I don't know if I see them getting into the playoff this year. Uh, whether they do or not make the playoff, I I still think DJ's the best quarterback on the field in that game. Uh, like you're saying, I think, I don't know how I define competitive against them. It is If we play them like you, you were talking about, it, like if we play them like we played New York, Notre Dame last year, that's that's a great result for us. I just don't think, like, if they go out and beat us by 100, what does it matter? They're Clemson, of course. I just don't think that changes the narrative for what we need or want this Florida State season to be. Oh, I, I totally agree. I just, I don't, I don't know. I think I think four is is reasonable for them, but they've got to play Georgia week one, and we'll see who they are. That's tough. You know, and again, the other ones ranked are Florida, Miami. I intentionally skipped Florida. We beat that horse to death over two episodes. Now I want to talk about the larger, um, you know, the larger pictures, our surprises, our picks, that kind of thing, our way too early analysis of the way too early top five. Before I do that, though, folks, I want to help you out real quick and help you make some free money this weekend. There are a lot of sports going on, MLB, NHL. Uh, there's going to be horse racing at the Preakness coming up as part of the Triple Crown, all kinds of things, MMA, Jake Paul, all that good stuff. If you want to bet on those things, don't go to where you currently have your money. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On, and they'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So stop using whatever you're currently using. Go get a 50% welcome bonus match. It's free money when you win. You'll get it. You'll be good. Betonline.ag, promo code Locked On. Go now. Thank you later. I think I, I, I don't want to totally derail the conversation. Because I know, and folks, I realize this has been a very twisty-turvy road this morning or this afternoon. Whenever you're listening, we we appreciate y'all y'all putting up with us. You know, we are we are adults like yourselves. We uh, we unfortunately have day jobs like yourselves, and uh, you know, some days we've got parenthood, probably like a lot of y'all. So thanks again for the patience. But Oklahoma number one, 
we have a lot to say about that. That could be a whole episode. Um, yeah, could. I mean, Drake's not here to rein us in, which is uh, if y'all haven't picked up on this either, Drake is like, you know, he's like the adult of the group. Dave and I yep. are like uh, that movie with Zac Efron and the guy from Workaholics, where they just rile each other up. So it can get it can get rough. Uh, yeah, I hate Oklahoma this year. I don't mean as a, as a school or an institution. Uh, I would never. Like, they already have to live in the state of Oklahoma. I'm not going to add being hated by Max Moody to that because they don't need anything else bad in their life. But I just, I don't know. Do you believe in Spencer Rattler? Like, is he actually a good quarterback? And I just don't like his personality from the TV show, so I'm blinded by that? Or, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like he kind of choked last year in the big moments when they really leaned on I'll I'll add David Weiss hate to Oklahoma. I don't care that they live there. That sucks for them, and I'm happy about it. Uh I don't like Oklahoma either. I don't like them in the sense that just as a program, but also this year. I don't think Spencer Rattler is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He is a choke artist. Um, and if if you put Oklahoma at number one like with a straight face to me, I can't take you seriously. They're not better than Alabama. I, they're not better than Georgia. They're not better than Clemson. They're not better than Ohio State. I, I, just, I don't see a scenario where Oklahoma— is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm going to skip over Alabama. I and y'all are going to hate this answer, but I just you got to you got to rank a returning championship Alabama team at number one until proven otherwise. Yeah, I, frankly, I kind of believe you should always rank the returning champ at number one until proven otherwise. But I understand that that's not always applicable. That being said, I want to jump down to number three with Georgia because I think them and Oklahoma are in a competition for. Who can be in the most weddings as the bridesmaid, but never the bride? Like, <laughs> how how much longer do you think this fan base puts up with Kirby Smart? What does he need? He's been given more money than anyone in the country almost. I mean, I guess Alabama and Clemson, but he's been given all the money he could possibly spend. He's been given all the – Will Muschamp is an analyst, which we'll see if that makes a difference this year. He's had the most talented team in college football probably for several years at least arguably, what do you need to win a championship? I know you were one you were one half away from it until Tua Tagovailoa came in, but good teams win those games. I don't everyone you know, lots of teams have been one half. I mean this team has not won a championship since the sixties? Well it's forty one years. I was trying to think of what's forty you know, there's nothing significant when you turn forty one. But yeah, I mean there's yeah. People that were graduating, let me put it this way, people who were seniors in college the last time they won a championship are like nearing retirement. If you're if you're Rip Van Winkle and you fell asleep when Mark Rick was there and you woke up right now and you saw just what they've done since he left, you would be confused to know that Mark Rick left. Right. And that's the thing is it was a I understand the move to get rid of Rick Rick. I like um I like the mentality of, hey, go for it all, but and this is probably showing my lack of knowledge about how a recruit thinks. But at like what point do kids also go, you know, Georgia, you're nice, but you're just not a Kappa. <laughs> like, they just don't win the big game. They don't. They find a way to blow it. They lose a couple during the regular season. Whatever they have to do to not win a championship, they find a way to do. And because I like taking the safe bet through betonline.ag, I think they do it again this year. I mean, there's no, they've got to play Clemson. They probably, I don't know, probably have a great shot in that one. Cause you know, I mean, Clemson loses a lot, but 
I I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they find a way to choke down the stretch, and then they have like two losses, and we still have to hear this whole they should be in the playoff because well, should they make the playoffs? This right. is the argument I will never entertain on this podcast. I'll I'll entertain it because I like to hate it. But it was the same argument of last year, same argument the year before. The argument of well, who who's better than them? They're one of the best four teams. That's not the point. The playoff is not the four best teams. Otherwise, why play a season? Just have them all do a combine, play a couple scrimmages, evaluate, and then pick the best teams. The goal is the four most deserving teams to be in the playoff. The SEC acts like they have this this curse of being in the SEC when they have an opportunity no one else has. To be the college football playoff national champion, you either have to beat Alabama or you have to beat a team that beat Alabama. Yeah. They get a chance to do it in the regular season when Alabama doesn't have multiple weeks to prep. Yep. Maybe they have an extra week because it's the SEC championship, but y'all get to beat these teams that we all have to hope. If we lose one game, we have to hope the SEC cannibalizes itself. Y'all get to lose one free one every year. What are you complaining about? So Georgia can make the argument all day, we're one of the best teams. Well, you can't lose two or three games every year and just expect it to work out. And when you do get to the playoff and you do get to the big game, you don't get a trophy for not winning it. So 41 years becomes two years, 42 years. I don't know why I felt the need to go on that ramp, but I did. David, who is the most, like, what the heck team to you on this list? There's several to choose from, aren't there? Um, I Look, Drake will hate me for saying this. I just can't live in a universe where Cincinnati's good at football. I know they went 9-1 last year. It was adorable. There is no team on this list, including Louisiana, that if, or maybe not, I don't care. There's no Power 5 team on this list that plays Cincinnati and doesn't just beat the hell out of them. I just, I don't know, man. That upsets me, seeing them in the top 10 above Florida, above Notre Dame. That's that's not a world I subscribe to. Unfollow. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I think, I don't really understand the hype uh, of starting them at number 9, I think. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's people that make decisions with information we're not privy to. Um, my conspiratorial leaning mind would say they're people with access to television ratings of the AAC schools <laughs> that are starting to take notice and go, hey, we can make some money hyping these guys up. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. But I do, I do think they're probably a good football team. I already talked about the Louisiana one. I don't I don't really understand I, the Coastal Carolina thing. Um I, I didn't want to say Penn State. That's all I'm going to say. I appreciate For your benefit, that. I didn't want to say Penn State. I don't State. know. I'm interested with this 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 Coastal Carolina thing. I mean, they get most of their uh, their people back. I just don't really like here. I don't understand why they're at number 21 because it's like they had a great year last year. They went eight zero in the Sun Belt. They I don't remember their bowl game, but I know that gosh, who did they have a bowl game? I don't remember, but I know they had a great year. They were one of the stories of the year. Then BYU did that whole, like, let's meet up on a neutral site or maybe when, I don't know where they went, but they did that last minute, like, let's schedule a game against each other, remember? Um, yeah. Which I love that mentality. I appreciate yeah, that. Was that was awesome. And so they, they proved it, right? They were like, look, we stepped up at the last minute to play this game. We won. They bring back, and I'm not making this number up. I looked it up. I do research sometimes. They bring back 20 starters on offensive defense. So, like, as much as I think I agree with you about Cincinnati, I think it's kind of disrespectful to put a team that had an 11-1 season brings back 20 starters 
all the way down at 21 behind the 5-5 five and five Ole Miss Rebels and the absolutely atrocious coach by a dude that can't say words properly, LSU Tiger. <laughs> What's your strategy this year, Coach? We're going to go up. We're going to go Okay, former friend. Oh, but no, I just, I don't know. That was the biggest surprise to me. I kind of thought Coastal might come out. You know, they've got fellow Sunbelt member who they beat, Louisiana Raging Cajuns are at 16. Don't know why they're at 20. But there's a lot of things I don't know, folks. There are so, so many things I don't know, including um, how to mute my mic. So you probably got a lot of background noise this episode. I apologize for that. But I would like to thank all of you for tuning in. We love that y'all listen to us for your FSU fix. Please keep doing it. Make sure that y'all go to the, app, the podcast app and uh, follow us. It's called following now, not subscribing because you don't pay anything. Just follow us. It's free. And it'll make sure to tell you when we publish new episodes, which it's daily. But in case you forget, they'll all be there. We have like an RSS feed thing. It doesn't matter. But if you're following Knowles Anonymous, even though you're automatically following Locked on Seminoles, go double check that you're following Locked on Seminoles because we're going to have to dissolve it's technical mumbo-jumbo. doesn't matter. Non-technical mumbo-jumbo, though. We love talking to y'all. We love engaging with you. Tomorrow, we're going to get to the listener questions. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, at MaxMoody17. The podcast as a whole, at Knowles Anonymous. Uh, I don't even know what Drake's handle is. I should have looked it up. But reach out to us. Engage. We'll be taking listener questions tomorrow. We've got a few in the hopper, but we'd like to have a few more. And with that... I'm Max. With me, I had my fellow brother in getting way too angry about football things that don't actually matter, Dave Weiss. And this was Locked On Seminoles. Go Knowles.